What's going on, Titans Nation? Welcome back into another edition of the Glory Day Sports Show. I am your host, Jake Robertson. Make sure you go follow me on Twitter slash X at Glory Day Sports. If you are tuning in today, we're covering a little bit of the combine and some previews on the defensive side of the field. If you are just checking us out for the first time, uh, make sure you go watch yesterday's video. We covered the offense already, but we're going to be hopping in, covering this defense. I got four four uh, players at each position, kind of where they could fit into the Titans um, depth chart and how we can move forward from there. But obviously this offseason, we got the turnover at the coaching positions and we brought in Denard Wilson at, from the Baltimore Ravens to fill that defensive coordinator spot for us. So what Denard Wilson does best is the secondary. And that's something we've been lacking in Tennessee for a very long period of time. So what Denard is looking for, and he stated this a couple times now, he, he wants versatility. The more you can do type players, what you can do and add to that team on have that inside out versatility, be able to play zone, be able to play man, be able to blitz off the off the edge and uh, from that slot position. He wants to play hard and physical. Um, we know the ball travels faster in the air than on the ground. So this is something he takes to heart, and I think he's going to be able to bring in some talent at that position that we're sorely lacking. We have Roger McCreary, and that's it basically at the at the cornerback position right now. You're not you're not placing any bets on Caleb Farley, Caleb Farley or Eric Garer. Um, I've seen the the talks of the luxurious need trades. I am out on that. I'm not tr trading away any draft capital in this year or next season on a defensive player. That's just my opinion. Um, we know Denard is looking for, he, he stated, obnoxious communication. So be able to communicate across that back end with the safeties from the corners. And he wants to cause the turnovers. And how he stated it was you cause turnovers with population and technique. So you have to be technically sound, but you have to fly to the football as well. So, Hopping into these first four guys I have for us. And if you, if you follow me on Twitter, I've talked about this guy a few times now, and this is my CB1 on the year. And I know I'm going to be in the minority there, but it is Georgia's Kamari Lassiter. I have a middle first round grade on him. I've seen a lot of uh, consistent consensus boards where he's there in the second. So if this is a guy that's there at 38, I am, I'm taking that pick and running with it. Slightly undersized at six foot 180. This is a guy that kind of fills that Trent McDuffie, uh, Devin Witherspoon role. He, he's just reliable. Plug and play is going to be able to travel and have that outside inside from the slot capability. Stick and play, reliable. Um, his he really doesn't have any knocks on his tape, in my opinion. The biggest knock for him is he might struggle with bigger receivers at the next level, but we've never seen it with him at his time at Georgia. Um, leading into my second guy, which is out of Florida State, Renardo Green. This is a guy that I've seen flying up boards here recently. Kind of same mold as uh, Lassiter at 5'11", 190. Great in man coverage, great in press, even for his size and is good at the catch point, flies to the football. I love Renardo Green's game. I have an early third-round grade on him. Obviously, the Titans don't have a third-round pick this season, but maybe he'll be there 
in that fourth round range. And if he's not there, that kind of leads me to my next guy, which is Cam Hart out of Notre Dame. This is a guy I do have a fourth round grade on, middle fourth, but he has the size. He's 6'2", 204. You like to see that. Played great for Notre Dame this past season. Um, Bruce Feldman's freak list guy. So you know he's going to show out here at the Combine this week. Um, Great recovery speed and silky smooth hips. I love what I saw out of Cam Hart this past season. And even for his size, you're not afraid to play him in the slot. He, he, he got a little bit there this past season, and I liked what I saw. And then my little sleeper for us is going to be Elijah Jones out of Boston College. 6'1", 184, very slight frame. I would be fine with us taking him in the fifth, and I think this is a guy that could come in and play very early. Super instinctive, has good length. Maybe the best pure off-man corner in this draft, in my opinion. But the biggest concerns for me are the athleticism. Doesn't look like a hyper-athlete on tape. And with the combine, that's something we'll be able to figure that out. Does he have the attributes to thrive at the next level? Um, So he could raise in my board or he could fall off entirely just based on that. Um, But the tape, I really liked what I saw. Uh, Grades all showed out on that as well. But before we hop into these inside linebackers, if you're checking us out for the first time, make sure you go check out our partner, Functional Medical Institute. You can go to our affiliate page at sherwood.tv forward slash glory. Check out some great products from Kingdom Candy, which is a, a meal replacement bar. we got Kingdom Fuel, which is their flagship product. 20 grams of pea protein, full multivitamin, mixture of paleo, organic greens, reds, fibers, essential fats and oils. So it covers all your bases. And if you're a coffee drinker like me, Kingdom Cup is the way to go. All organic, mold-free coffee. Basically, all coffee has mold in it. You just want to reduce it as much as possible. This is roasted uh, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Very fresh. This one, that bag I just showed you is a couple weeks old. Um, notes of caramel, orange, chocolate, cherry, limeade melon it's a mixture of colombian and ethiopian high elevation just a high quality cup of coffee um but yeah go check them out get some help uh if you're interested in doing blood work dna testing hormones peptides supplementation anything and everything from nutritional guidance go check out that free webinar if you sign up for that you save a couple hundred bucks on your initial consultation so definitely highly recommend them over there but let's go ahead let's hop into this inside linebacker position There's a lot of great linebackers in this class. It might not have the high-end talent that past years have, but there's a lot of guys you can get deep into the draft that I think you can plug in and play in rotational pieces. Um, But if we look at the Titans and where they kind of stand, in my opinion, you need two starters. You have Otis Reese, who is a great undrafted free agent, and I like what we saw at the end of the year. But I don't know if this is a guy that I'm just – rolling in week one as my starter. Um, Aziz, obviously, a free agent. And I would love to have Aziz back. But personally, I think he's going to end up back in San Francisco. So we'll see what plays out there. There are the connections with Denard with like Patrick Queen over in Baltimore. I don't want to pay that much money. If they did, it wouldn't break my heart. But personally, I would rather allocate those funds somewhere else to more premium positions. 
if there's a free agent that I'm looking at that kind of fits that mold, it's going to be Isaiah Simmons. Currently with the Giants, formerly with Arizona, he's kind of that safety inside linebacker hybrid we've seen since he's come into the league. He's pretty much been that that prime inside linebacker, extreme athleticism and showed out past in the combine. But he's finally kind of putting that stuff together, and I think he could be an improvement to this inside linebacker uh, role, but also not cost you a bag as well. So I think what Denard is looking for is multiplicity out of this position. You have to be able to cover. You have to be able to blitz. You have to be able to rush off the edge. You have to be able to fill into that overhang, be that weak side or that strong side backer. So he's looking for a lot of different things. And he said he's going to blitz, but he's going to be educated blitzes. So I think these four that I've listed out here kind of all fit that role in certain uh, points. Um, but my linebacker one is Peyton Wilson at NC State. I have an early third round grade on him. So like I said, this is a depth draft. It's not a top end style at the inside linebacker position, but clocked one of the fastest miles per hours in all of college football last season in week two and was the fastest at his position at the senior bowl a couple of weeks ago. My uh, player comp for him is a Toyota Corolla. Um, you can't, the, the motor on this thing does not stop. Peyton Wilson is constantly going, has great length and size at 6'4", 238, has the ability to kind of be that movable chess piece for you, which, like I said, was what Denard's wanting. He can play Mike. He can play Will. He can play Sam. He can play Overhang. He can blitz. He can rush off the edge. He can kind of do it all. And he seems to be a great leader over there at NC State as well. When you're watching tapes, sometimes, and I feel like there's a couple guys every year where you're watching them, and you just kind of see that it factor. I see that in Peyton Wilson. I really like what he's on got on tape. Obviously, Titans don't have a third-round pick, and I highly doubt he'll make it to the fourth, but just wanted to highlight him. I think he's going to test really well this weekend. Does have the injury concerns. So the medicals from this week could cause him to slip. We'll see. Hopefully he all checks out, and I think – the tape he's put on these past two years has kind of shown that he is healthy. Um, leading into our next guy, Edrogen Cooper out of Texas A&M. Similar player, great length, even though he's slightly smaller than Peyton Wilson at 6'3", 230. Elite first step quickness. This is a guy that you put at will or weak side backer, and he will thrive. He can fly to the football Texas A&M did drop him into coverage at times last season, but he almost was that QB spy more often than not, and he did it very well, probably better than anybody else in college football last season. So I'd be super happy if he made it to the fourth. But personally, looking at consensus boards, he is higher on more people's radars than mine, so I highly doubt he does make it. But when we hop into guys that I think will be there, little bit later in the draft that I am higher on the most starting out with Trevin Wallace and following me on Twitter. I've, I've posted so many videos and short stories about Trevin Wallace early into the draft process. I have an early fourth round grade on him. I've seen mock drafts where he goes in the seventh. So I think after this week, we'll see any late stuff like that. But this is a guy I think we can get in the fourth or fifth, and I'd be super happy with it. 6'2", 240. So the length that really isn't there, but this is a Bruce Feldman's freak list, guy. So he's going to show out. 
played very well at the senior bowl in my position, uh, in my opinion, younger prospect. He's a junior and runs through ball carriers and in being a linebacker, that's what I want to see first. I want you to get it off the locks. I want you to make the tackles. I think you can fit into that Mike role and has the ability and athleticism to be out there on third downs, be able to drop into coverage. And that kind of leads me into my my last guy here, which is Nathaniel Watson out of Mississippi State. He's 6'2", 245, so he's bringing the beef. Great production this past season. First team, all SEC he is a hitter on early downs. You you put him at Mike, let him play that position, pull him out on third down. Athleticism might not be there. So we'll see what he tests out this uh, this week. But it's a guy that I, I did love on tape, and he does show the ability. I think you can bring him in early, and he can kind of fill that role. And I think he would pair really well with an Otis Reese. You get one more guy in free agency, and I, I think we're off and running, and I'd be super happy with that tandem. Um, but before we hop into these edge positions, let's go ahead. Make sure you go like, comment, and subscribe down below. This is a uh, we're trying to build up this channel. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. So the more engagement we get, the more it helps us. If you're checking us out on Twitter, head over to YouTube and subscribe over there. It really helps us out, and we appreciate it. But looking at this edge position, we have Harold Landry, we have Arden Key. It's pretty much it. You have Rashad Weaver, and he really has never met expectations, and it wasn't a guy I've ever really been high on. Danico Autry's out there at free agency, and I would love to have Danico back just for the leadership and consistency he brings to this squad. And with the new coaching staff, I think you kind of need that to bring in that cohesion with the old guys. If he was not to be brought back, the more I think about it, it wouldn't surprise me just because he is an older prospect and Rand is he, he's he's wanting to bring in those young guys. So it wouldn't overly surprise me, but I do want Danico back. But looking at this edge group, similar to the inside linebacker position, I think there's guys you can get pretty deep into the draft. And there's kind of the guy that fills whatever you're looking for. There's the bigger guys, there's the smaller guys, there's the third down situational pass rushers there's guys that will be able to um have that inside out versatility but starting with my edge one and talked about this earlier today on twitter chop robinson at a penn state is my he's my edge one six three two fifty is what he's listed at we'll see what he weighs in at i don't think he's 250 middle first round grade for me best pure pass rusher in this entire draft in my opinion has the ability to generate so much speed that he can still convert that to power, even being a smaller edge should blow the combine testings out of the water. I think he's going to be rising and he's kind of in that conversation with the Jared verse esque people there at the top Dallas Turner. I think he could surpass them on a lot of people's boards. He has the ability to just beat tackles to their spot. He's so fast. So if you're not athletic there on the edge, he is going to take over games. Plays very well against the run as well for his size. So I think this guy can be out there on all three downs and at the very worst can be that situational pass rusher and be one of the best ones in the game, in my opinion. That leads us to our next guy. There is a drop-off here. That's Xavier Thomas out of Clemson. I have an early third-round grade on him. So this is a guy you could probably get in the fourth. And then 
going back to Chop Robinson, I, I see a lot of drafts where he goes past 38. So that's a guy that I'd be looking at in the second round. This isn't a guy that I would be drafting at seven, but want to put on your radar, even if they were to trade down slightly. Just wanted to put that there. Xavier Thomas, though, 6'1", 244, definitely an odd oddy body. Kind of reminds me to the Yaya Diaby out of uh, Louisville last season. He, he's, he's an athlete, not a football player just yet. Really hasn't improved either since his freshman season, but he should test very well. But if he doesn't, that he could go tumbling down boards. I do think he is an athlete, though, and he, he could definitely use some time to grow. But he has the ability to cut underneath. He's going to be great on stunts. And just having the right coaches in front of him could be huge for Xavier Thomas. Next up, we got Austin Booker out of Kansas. This is a guy that just needs the reps. But I loved what I saw this past season. 6'4", 240, led the Big 12 in pressures this past season. Just coming in, even though he is so raw, with his length and his speed to power, he can come in and be a third round or a third down situational pass rusher tomorrow. And I expect him to test out very well. And then this leads me to kind of my guy right now, I feel like, on the edge. And that's Washington State's Brennan Jackson. I have a mid-fourth round grade on him. I think you could get this guy in the fifth. Maybe the best motor in the class. Constantly going. High football IQ and character. Has the ability at his size to bump inside. And if this was... If they were to let Danico go, he has the ability to have that inside-out versatility. And you're getting similar players, I feel like. And you're kind of getting what you wanted out of Rashad Weaver. Um, but yeah, that's my four there. Let me know what you guys are thinking so far. If you guys have some uh, players that you love in this combine on the defensive side of the position, drop them in the comments. Uh, comments. Super happy to talk them and go over them with you guys. Uh, but like I said, if it's your first time checking us out, make sure you go like and subscribe. We have our Morning Glory show coming out tomorrow morning, 7 Central. And that's going to be with Jonathan and B. Will. We'll be talking more Titans. Come check it out. We'll have a, we end all of those shows with a just draft of sorts of just randomness. Last week, we covered best video games of all time. This week, we're hopping into things that make you say, hell yeah. So that should be real fun. They can go a bunch of different ways on that. But let's go ahead. Let's hop into this interior defensive lineman class. So obviously the Titans, they have Jeffrey Simmons. And then that's about it. So you have Shaquille Brown, you have uh, Quentin Bohanna, Keandre Coburn. So nobody. So you got to have a running mate for Jeffrey Simmons going forward with the TR Tart exiting and, Danico can fill some of that, but you you got to have some beef there, and you have to plan for the future as well. I would like to see in free agency bring in a guy like a Daquan Jones, who Titans fans should be very familiar with, and I, I like what we saw with him in Buffalo the past couple of years. Doesn't play a lot of reps. He is that one-two down back uh, for you in the interior. If Danico were to exit as well, you could, I guess, technically bring in key and bounce him down in the interior. We liked what we saw from him and Jacksonville and uh, the 49ers when he did that. And that's kind of where he was most 
his presence was felt the most. So if you brought in one of those Shop Robinson, Xavier Thomas, Austin Booker, Brendan Jackson-esque players, you could bump Arden Key down as well and still have that NASCAR package out there on passing downs. But let's go ahead, hop into these interior guys. And we're going to start out with kind of a tweener as well that can kind of do both of those things for you. And that's Brandon Dorless out of Oregon. Early in the draft process, this was my DT1. And I liked what we saw, 6'3". And then his senior bowl measurements come in, 6'3", 272. That's hyper-concerning for me. He can play that three-tech for you, but I don't – I don't want him out there in early downs at that size. He has great get off and fast hands, and I liked what we saw on tape. But we'll see here at the combine when he reweighs and takes those measurements if he's gotten any bigger. But this is a guy that might take a couple off seasons to get to an NFL caliber starter. But I loved what we saw on tape. And that kind of leads into the second guy, which is kind of similar, which is Michael Hall out of Ohio State. Slightly bigger, 6'2", 280. I thought he should have returned to school this past season. Um, I think if he did, this is a guy that we could be talking about next offseason as a potential first-round pick and not a third- to fifth-round pick. Um, played out of position at Ohio State as well as a zero-one tech. I think he's better suited as a three-tech and could fill that role for the Titans. Um, has a multitude of pass-rush moves. Showed out at the Senior Bowl, in my opinion. And that kind of leads us to the biggest guy I have here on this list, which is Leonard Taylor out of Miami. I have a late fourth round grade on him, 6'3", 305, former five-star, very athletic for his size still, can eat up double teams, is not going to offer much as a pass rusher though. So it might be a high floor, low ceiling type play for you. And then, Hopping into our next guy, low risk, high reward type player, which is Gabe Hall out of Baylor. On tape, didn't wow me at all. Going to the senior bowl was kind of on the list, but it was very, very low down in that list. Seventh round grade early coming out. I've kind of bumped him up into that low fifth, early sixth, Super Bowl stand, or not Super Bowl, senior bowl standout. I, I He was nearly unblockable. The swim move was unstoppable. Uh, this is also Bruce Feldman's freak list guy. So let's see if those traits are able to be put on at the combine and see if he can, how he performs in interviews and see where he kind of fits in as a, a late round prospect for the Titans. But we're going to hop in to the last position group, which is the safeties. The safeties, not super concerning for me. Uh, for the Titans, they could roll into what they have, and I'd be happy with it. I'd be fine. But as of right now, you got a Monty Hooker, you have Elijah Molden, Terrell Edmonds, and Kevon Wallace are both free agents. I'd be happy with bringing back one of those guys. I liked what I saw out of both of them, though. But this is this is a luxury pick for us. If there was a safety to slide down the board, you could potentially look at that late and. If not have a rotational piece, he might just be a, a key special teamer for you. So, and then Geno Stone's out there as well. Obviously, the Denard Wilson connection. He's a free agent, wants to be home, is what it kind of the way he puts it, and wants to be where somebody wants him. Geno Stone led the NFL in interception last season, of course. So I'd be happy to bring him in as a free agent. And I think that breaks the bank for you either. 
So let's go ahead and hop into these last four. And then starting out with it, I've got uh, Utah's running back, Sione Vaki. This is a, a early fourth round grade for me. 5'11", 211. It's a versatile. He's a football player. He plays running back. If you ask his high school coach, his best position is slot receiver. He plays well at safety. Rotational slot box-esque is what you're kind of looking at. I think this could be a cornerstone special teamer, like I mentioned. Um, great athleticism. Should perform well this week. And then hopping into our next guy, another versatile um, secondary piece for you. And that's James Williams out of uh, Miami. Actually played linebacker at the Senior Bowl and loved what I saw there. So this is a fourth round, mid-fourth round grade for me. 6'4", 230. So this is a guy that can be that tight end eraser for you, if you say. And he is a big hitter, big thumper, good blitzer. Um, but he allows you to have that versatility on the back end. And that's what we're looking for here with Denard Wilson. So I think James Williams could be a great pick for you in the fourth or fifth. And I'd be, I'd be super happy with that. And then next, we're going to the other Utah safety, and that's Cole Bishop. I have an early fifth route grade on him, 6'1", So better size, better length at least than Sione Vaki. Great ball skills and good in open space. And when we're looking at the safety position, safeties are asked to do some of the hardest things in all football. Not only are you the last line of defense in many cases, but you're asked to do a lot of things in open space. So you're constantly under fire. So good safeties are always good to have. And they, Cole Bishop is that guy. I think he could come in and contribute in a lot of different ways and has good upside for him. And then lastly, Malik Mustafa, I don't know what to do with this guy. I have a mid-sixth round grade at him on him right now, 5'9", 210. So doesn't really have the length that you're looking for. But this, this is a bullet and a gun, and the safety is always off. Wherever he's going, he's going fast, but it might not be the right place. Testing numbers are the only thing I want to see because I think he's going to do very well, and he could rise up the board. And this is a guy that should be there. Sixth round, seventh round, and I think there's a spot for him on this team, and there's a spot for him in the NFL. And uh, but yeah, let me know what you guys think down below. Who are some guys you're looking forward to? Make sure you go check us out tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Central. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll talk to y'all later. Love you, mean it. <laughs>